You're listening to Rookie Pirate Radio. I'm John Negroni. And I'm Travis Hymas. And this is our prototype episode, our romance dawn, if you will, of a brand new podcast that's dedicated to the world of anime and manga, brought to you by the entertainment website In Between Drafts, of which, Travis, you are the anime and manga editor. And I'm so happy that you are, because you know more about anime and manga than most people I know. Well, that's that's sweet of you to say. <laughs> it's it's I'm I'm just being honest too. I'm glad I'm being sweet as well. Um but yeah, for this show we're going to be discussing One Piece chapter 1071 which you can read right now for free on the Viz website if you are listening to this within like a few I think you said like three chapters uh is when it expires and then you have to basically have a subscription. Yeah, and that subscription's like two and a half bucks a month so it's, it's kind the of easiest the easiest subscription deal. it's a, like such a no-brainer if you even if you only read one piece it's worth it uh I, yes absolutely it's it's the best deal in comics if you like comics at all all right well to kick things off uh travis on that note uh, when it comes to manga i want to know real quick how long have you been reading the one piece manga i'm actually i'm dying to know because i do not <sighs> Oh, man. Uh, to give you an exact date requires me to do some math, um, but a really long time since I was in grade school. Uh, grade school? The, what arc yeah. was that? that uh, yeah, right. Skypea? Uh, sc- uh, be before no, that, it, huh? So it would... So I don't know how much you know about the uh, actual Viz publication history of One Piece, uh, but uh, the Shonen, Shonen Jump used to be published physically um, as a yes. monthly magazine. And I used to get it at a FYE. Yeah, back, see, back when that uh, was a thing. See, uh, and I used to be obsessed with it because uh, they would put in Yu-Gi-Oh cards as prom- promos. So the first, the very first issue of Shonen Jump, uh, ten, I think it was. I think they said it was like 15 years ago. Recently on Twitter, I want to say that. 15 um, huh something like that the first issue had a had a blue eyes white dragon i'm not going to drag this out very long uh, but they had a blue eyes <laughs> white dragon i discovered that card existed months later at an event uh and i became obsessed with obtaining it to the point where i started buying the magazine just to find that card not realizing that it had already been printed and done with so uh within the first year of shonen jumps printing uh, is when I started reading One Piece, and they basically picked up at a random spot and just started releasing chapters. <laughs> I see. So it wasn't like during the like simultaneous. No, uh, this was this releases. was okay. they were they were catching up at the time. Uh, so uh, the the most visceral memory I have of getting started, like the first few chapters of One Piece I ever read, was in the uh, uh, was Usopp joining the crew. I see. It was the early yeah. parts of of. Uh, that that story arc and uh then i went back and they started releasing the actual volumes so i actually went back through my local library and it started from the top and read all the way up uh and i've been consistently reading it in some form or another ever since amazing we are so blessed now that reading manga in general is so much easier for us than uh, it definitely was when i was coming up so because i don't even think i had the option to read one piece until probably when I was in high school, if that, and it probably would have cost way too much money for a high schooler. I would have had to buy the volumes and, you know, my library didn't have any manga at all. Uh, So at least that I was aware of. Uh, Yeah, for me, 
I didn't start reading the manga because I was anime first. Uh, I think uh, you were manga first. Are you a manga diehard? Um, so, yeah. So I didn't have access to cable um, around that same time. So my anime experience was the Pokemon anime and like Yu-Gi-Oh! and whatever else for kids dubbed. Uh, well, for I got into the, well, I got into the One Piece anime th- uh, through, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, Kids WB. It was either Kids yeah. WB or Fox Kids. Uh, was... Yeah, it was, it was on uh, Fox Kids. Uh, four okay. Kids did dub it, but that was about a was year and a half after they started. Um, we were at least two or three years behind of everything happening in Japan at the time. Uh, yeah, because I think off the cuff here, manga came out in 97. Right. I don't think mm-hmm. we were that I was watching the anime to like 99, 2000. Like uh, yeah, yeah, at least 2000. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember when they were talking about it in the magazine, it being a really big deal. I still have all of those old volumes. I vaguely remember somewhere. that. I remember because it was like right before the Fox box. And anyway, we could we could be talking. We about could go forever. Um, <laughs> we could go all forever. that to say all that to say I got into one piece once we hit. Uh, I, I think it was the time skip. Um, because I was catching up on the anime cause I, I fell off and like what we'll do a retrospective one of these days and I'll talk about all that fun stuff. But manga wise, I wasn't reading it until Fishman Island. Um, like right when the time skip was popping basically. Uh, so since then, yeah, I've been with it, uh, pretty consistently. I did drop off during dress Rosa because like, how could you not? I mean, it, I just, at, at a certain point, I think it was like during the God Usopp stuff where I was just like, this is, this arc is terrible. Like I can't keep, I can't put up with this. I'll read it all like once it's out. And then I don't think I came back to it t- until they were like a couple chapters into Zoe basically. And, and I've been with it ever since, but anyway, that's, that's it. So, we are a long yeah. ways away from that era. Yeah. Yeah. A long ways away from that ultimately. But uh, that's yeah. funny because Dressrosa is one of my favorite arcs, including think- all the God Usopp stuff. <laughs> Well, you know, I think that like going back, it was just the week to week stuff, man. And I don't know how you had the patience for it, but like the Coliseum stuff and like, I just was like, it was so exhausting to me, you know? And I, yeah, I just, I, I needed a little bit of a break anyway from one piece uh, at that point in my life, I yeah, guess. Yeah, no, literally the only reason I think I can handle it, uh, especially in the, these days of serialization and the fact that one piece holds up way better on a reread. Uh, <laughs> it does, is, it is, does. Is, uh, my brain is trained. I have I been trained for too love- long. Yeah, I didn't love Skypea the first time. I, I it's I had to kind of like warm up to it oh, yeah. and like a reread, honestly. So yeah. we're, uh, and, and, we're gonna have a lot of those moments, I think, in the next little while where older arcs get reevaluated now that we have yes. all the context we need. Um and on that note, this chapter, holy crap. I I wanna get your general thoughts on it. And I, I I'll start with the fact that the pacing of egghead and this entire arc i mean i'm kind of curious what they're going to call this arc once it's said and done because it's not just egghead like there's so much else going on but yeah generally travis i mean what do you think of the chapter every single one of these has been a banger uh i've come away with with answers to things and new questions it's it's very much the antithesis of a lot of long arcs which mm. feels wild because this does not feel like an in-between, like, uh, you know, pace setting arc like Zoe uh, was, um, even though Zoe had a lot of action going on and is relatively decently paced. It's this is entirely different. I don't think we've ever been in a state where it feels like we're just pedal to the metal all the time. I mean, it, the only close approximate you can really grab to it is like it's kind of like a combination of Sava the Archipelago and Impel Down right now where it is sort of moving really fast, like impelled down, 
but it's also kind of like all over the place, like Sabadi. And it has all of these characters kind of converging like Sabadi. But it also feels like it has way more urgency because <laughs> Sabadi was more of a pace setting similar to Zoe, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was right up until the end, I would say it's one of those that we're using to kind of de-escalate things. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, that's a very Not that we needed thing. it after Thriller Bark. Like, I feel like we were already kind of, you know cruising no along, no you know, but but considering how just emotionally impactful and i was reading week to week in those moments so like that like mm. the end of sabody hits like a truck because uh, up to that point nothing like that had ever happened um the anime frankly, was still good at that point so i was i was feeling that the the anime adaptation of sabio sabody is actually really really good um, i would say that's so. my hot yeah. take on that uh, my favorite action scene in all of the anime is in Sabo Odi. It's when he punches Charles straight in the face. I was, I was just like, <laughs> I'm a sucker for any anime where like it's such a brutal hit that it like reverts it to manga. Uh, Black oh, Clover's yeah. done that a couple of times, but um, yeah, generally I like I like this chapter a lot. Um, I, I I'm just enjoying the fact that you know it just feels like Echiro Oda is not just dwelling on a single island and just get sucking us into like countless new characters. This feels focused. This feels like the new characters we're getting kind of matter are important. They're characters that I've been waiting to see fleshed out kind of coming in. And in this chapter alone, like we have Garp in this, we have, um, we have, we, we start off with Kuma. We flesh out more of the Vega punks. This is like a far cry from Wano where it just felt like it's like, it feels like with Wano and Dressrosa and even Zoe to an extent and Punk Hazard, they felt like I was reading a new manga. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just felt like it was like, I'm entering a new world. This Island isn't just, you know, a, a next chapter. It felt like it's like, oh, okay. It's, it's a bunch of new characters that I have to get to know and I have to care about. And that was the exhausting thing to me, but we're not getting that with Egghead, I don't think. Um, I don't know uh, how much you want to get into talking about other content creators or anything, but Mr. Mor- Morge? Is Morge? How do you say it? I don't know. Uh, I forget. He put, out, he put out a video this week um, calling the this... The race. See, and that's usually why I, uh, I'm going to be real. Like the man can stick his heels in extremely hard on a theory. Uh, yes, so yes. that's a that's a that's a strike against him. In my I'll opinion. give him this. But, he's not he, he's not my favorite One Piece uh, YouTuber, but I respect the guy a lot. Uh, no, I, I mean I, he you know. he's consistent, but I think he nailed it right on the head uh, with his take on this this week, which is that what we're seeing right now is the beginning of the greatest tournament arc in the history of manga, because unlike most tournament arcs, which are used to introduce a larger cast, like you think of like the Naruto tuning exams or uh, in uh, Hiroaka with the uh, sports festival, they use that to really flesh out the secondary cast. Uh, One piece has been flushing out the, the entrance for these, for this massive, uh, you know, multi area battle for, uh, decades literally decades <laughs> so we're we're excited about this because while we've got new characters you know uh you can tell he's been wanting to draw this vegapunk character forever uh, yeah, and tell that joke he's had it forever <laughs> but yeah. like garp is here and garp is about to throw fists and you're like yeah yeah this is yeah. what i want to see i've wanted I to th- see this it's yeah i was a child <laughs> well it definitely clicked for me when all of a sudden we weren't we weren't doing the reverie thing where it's like, Oh, we'll, we'll go to the reverie, but only for a couple chapters. And then it's dropped. It's like, Oh no, like right after a chapter where law faces off against Blackbeard, we get the next part. <laughs> We're not just off screening all the fights. Like uh, that was in shocking to me. I can like, believe it. 
and I feel like we're going to see what Garp does next in yeah. 1072. I feel that now. I've never felt this way about a one Well, I'm, I'm curious how much they're going to stick to that, right? Because we see him at G14 at the Marine headquarters, and he's picking up Helmeppo to go save uh, Kobe. I forget the other sword member who's there with Kobe. Because oh, I, she's a new character, so I have yeah, also forgotten her name. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember her name. She hasn't really made that much of an impression yet. Uh, but we know that she's like a diehard Kobe fan, just like us. And yeah, I, I'm kind of confused, though, because Sakazuki... I believe is at G14 right now as well, unless something's happened and he's left for some reason, but I'm pretty sure he's at no, the headquarters. I think, I think he's still at HQ. I think he's actually still at HQ. Okay. Uh, Cause like half the fun of, of the Sakazuki sections of one piece right now is that he's been punished for his, his gigantic crimes uh, with a desk job. The man <laughs> wants nothing more than to just go out there and do war crimes. And he literally can't. I do it's, love the idea, like, some perfect. people are floating that, like, that is going to be his ultimate, like, like the ultimate revenge, um, like, for Ace and uh, Whitebeard and, and all that stuff that went down is that he's going to be, like, miserable and he doesn't get to do any fight and there's no, like, Luffy beats him up. I mean, I think that there will be a confrontation, but uh, anyway, that's a whole other thing. As a Well, as another thing, as another note of this arc kind of in general, I like that we're not just necessarily getting all of our expectations subverted because we had Rob Lucci show up. And you and I talked about this pretty, pretty actively while it was happening. Yeah, everybody's we like, oh, this is going to be, yeah, because everybody's like, this is going to be, you know, he's just going to completely trounce him. And I'm over here, like, I've been reading this so long. I'm like, no, there's going to be some sort of like twist, like he can't turn on gear. Right, fifth right. I sent you the Yamcha meme. The Yamcha meme. And, you were, like, you were and I'm like, I don't know how this is, you know, it's like, they're probably going to come up with something. Mm. And like, I personally didn't care because like, I've wanted a rematch on this for a long time. This is Who a doesn't? great like milestone marker of just how far we've come. Because that was one of the most brutal fights in the entire series. And it, it, then it plays out more or less like the Yapcha picture. Like, yeah, like I mean, he's, it's, he's he's just, it's definitely not a trounce, no. right? Like, he's able to go toe-to-toe with Luffy, but Luffy it, overwhelms him. Luffy's, eventually. yeah, and Luffy's not... He's not putting in the same kind of work he's put in. He put in like against Kaido, for example. Yeah, no, I know we we debated this too. We were like, well, okay, is he using conquerors or advanced? Like, is he really like pushing himself, or is he really just I, handling him? I think he was just having a good time. Once he yeah. realized that, just like, oh no, it's okay, it's okay. It's I can I can play with you a little bit, uh, but I got something to do, so I'm gonna go do that thing. Like that's kind of it's it's an interesting change for Luffy um, that he's that he's grown to at least a point where he can be like, you know what. This is not worth my time. <laughs> right, right. He used to always have the time, but he doesn't. He's like, no, nah, I got things to do, man. <laughs> There's that moment where Lucci's like, I do not view Straw Hat as an emperor. And it's like, you could kind of see it like Stussy and, and Kaku were just kind of like, you lost to him. Like, it's kind of like, who are you to kind of. But I, I do think there is some weight behind that where he doesn't view Luffy as like really a threat against the world you know it's not just power levels i think people forget that when it comes to emperors it's not just about somebody being extremely strong otherwise mihawk would be an emperor wouldn't he uh, it, it's also like the influence the their ability to wreck the world with like a movement like that kind of thing and i think lucci they're setting up some poetic you know revelation for lucci to be like oh okay there actually is something to this guy because clearly luffy didn't break his will when they fought at Ennis Lobby, which is usually what happens when Luffy fights somebody, a villain, and they come back in the story. They've kind of changed more, but it seems like Luchi is just still, you know, Luchi. Luchi is kind of interesting. Even here, it see, he seems... He, okay, so he's, he's one of the smartest 
he's just one of the smartest characters kicking around here. He yeah. kind of understands the score a little bit. I want to um, rewatch his flashback. Right. It's it's very sh- it's much much like Kaido's. It's very short, um, but for different reasons, I think. Mm. Um, but like even in this chapter where the when the shields go down, and I'm sure we have plenty of uh, plenty to say about what happens in those few panels. But oh, yeah. he he's just as skeptical as everyone on the other side. He's he has a lot of questions. He's had a lot of questions coming into this. He has plenty of questions on what the heck is going on with Luffy. Um, it's he's almost too curious. You know what I mean? Because we yeah, got the cover kind of story. Things. Yeah, yeah, we got the cover story where they were living their lives outside of uh, Cipher Pole. Yeah, you know, and he seemed maybe possibly content with that and then just doesn't and now you have Luchi who's who's like you know i wonder they're sending us to kill the most valuable asset they have does this have to do with that island that disappeared that we're not supposed to talk mm. about and they're like you know we're not supposed to talk about that and he's like yeah but like everything about this is weird and he's still doing his job but it's it's he seems far more measured than before. Yeah, it's sounding to me like you're kind of wondering if Lucci and maybe Stussy and Kaku are going to uh, defect uh, from I, and, and join I'm, Luffy. At- <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm less thinking a defection. I'm thinking that uh, that there's more factions at play here. Well, yeah, I've been saying for a long time. I don't think to you that I think the Marines are going to have a civil war. Um, I think there it, is. It seems be- that way. Yeah, there's going to be some kind of like huge like falling out between the people who are loyal to the Navy and the people who are loyal to the world government. Uh, I think that's where we're added. And I don't even think that like, for example, uh, you know, Garp, Kobe, Helmut, like those folks, I think are going to have clearly be on like the good side. Right. But they're not going to be revolutionaries or anything like that. No. It's going to be a civil war, most likely. And they're going to lose because that's how this story usually goes. Yeah. So I guess that brings us back to Garp in the end of the chapter. Do you think he's the sword leader? That I seems was, like the obvious answer now, doesn't it? I don't think so. I really oh. don't think so. Um, I think that it, first of all, it's not quite in his nature, right? Like to me, when I think of Garp, I just don't think of somebody who would operate like a secretive part of the Marines. I think he's just way too brash for that sort of thing. Um, but I don't know. I, I could just be totally wrong who knows i just i get the sense more that he's going to clash with like the real head of sword and there's going to be a whole thing there um because he's doing that he's like taking this on for kobe's sake that that's my read but you disagree i uh, it's just one of those things where like you know are we about to get subverted here uh you know garp has always kind of been operating on his own rules anyway he he very actively isn't doing what anybody wants him to be doing um so i mean the, the argument that he's not it makes sense if you consider the fact that he's right now just openly defying orders. He's he's just like forget civil war or like debating factions. He's just like nah, I got you know he's he's a he's a monkey D person. He's got yeah, things yeah. to do. <laughs> he's got other people to punch right now. You know like <laughs> well, that, um, and then that brings us. We should mention Kuma. Um, mm. so he, the chapter starts off with him crashing into Redport, uh, which we haven't seen. I don't think since the reverie or, or when we went to the reverie, was that paradise port or was that the other side with the new world? It's probably new um, world, wasn't it? No, I'm pretty sure it would be the new world side because, uh, cause that's where Shir Hoshi and them went up the bundle. Right. If I'm yeah. remembering right. Yeah, that um, would, I mean, geographically that would have to be it. 
I believe. I mean, I don't know. It, it I, I can't even picture though the New World port. So I wonder if, for whatever reason, Fishman Island is on that side of the red line. Because gonna... he's coming from Kamabaka Kingdom. Kamabaka yeah, yeah. Kingdom's on the Paradise side, isn't it? Oh, is it, you know what? It might be because technically we're not in the New World until Punk Hazard. So I get yeah. Yeah, I could I could see that being the case then. So then that would mean we've been to Redport, but this would be like our second official time, I think. Yeah, and and it's so interesting. It's so weird that like there's an elevator to the Celestial Dragons here, and there are just like people hanging out. Yeah, because you can literally because uh, I was I was curious about this because I was like, what do we know about the Redport? And I was like, oh yeah, the 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 starfish dude, Papa Goo, I forget his name. Yeah, uh, yeah the- he was saying that uh, you know you can literally like be a tourist like you can go up to the holy land like pay you know just pay a fee or whatever uh he says this thing i think he says it where like you can literally go to the new world from the grand line um sanctioned by the world government but you can't bring your ship with you that's the only thing Uh, so like if you go on the other side you can't bring your ship with you pretty easy you know enough also i'm pretty sure pirates can't do that um but yeah in this case kuma's just kind of going up his own way this Uh, is (laughs) this is not what i expected but i uh, to me, my immediate takeaway is, oh, the big robot, the pacifistas are based on the big robot, right? Mm-hmm. And they've somehow inherited the big robot's will. Yeah, I've seen some people bring that up because it's literally his thing gets activated after the Straw Hats come into contact with that robot, which coincidentally, you know, fought, uh, attacked Mary Schwab. So I, there, there clearly seems to be something uh, happening there. It's just weird because, first of all, Kuma was just there. Right? Like, they just rescued him from the Holy Land, so... Yeah, that's what's so weird, because whatever... So that means that something has changed. Something's changed. There's a big... I think there's a big flashback coming with Bonnie, Kuma, like, Vegapunk. This chapter, they kind of... Like, Vegapunk even says, like, I can't fix him. There's a good reason why. There's something going on there, and it's like... I think it's going to be such an Oda thing that I don't even want to speculate too hard, because I feel like it's a waste of time. Again, it's one of those things where like it feels like the answer is right in front of us but it's just not quite formulated enough that it Mm -hmm. can be twisty but like we have a dude here who has excised his own brain and put it into effectively a supercomputer so literally yeah we know it's possible vegapunk's dream right was to uh like create the internet so like there's all kinds of like bricks that you can make this building out of I, like that's the thing is like i don't want to spend two hours reading reddit to find the one person who's right about this <laughs> like no sure believe me when when they're right they'll let us know yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be able to read the receipts and everything um yeah it's, it's it's so it's such a fascinating again there's a lot of things happening we're in the red port and then we're we haven't even talked about kid whatsoever who has arrived Kids in the most exciting place <laughs> Which I thought that was going to be the end of the chapter. I was like, "We got another two pages? What?" And, and yeah, sure enough. But uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be in Elbeth. Uh, we're gonna, I, I guess, we're gonna see Prince Loki at some point. We're gonna, you know, see what's going on with the giants. And I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I, forget, I think Teching was the one who brought this up on YouTube that uh, basically Luffy was gonna go in that direction, right? right. Not Kid, and then uh, because of Luffy, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. And it sounds like every every direction's dangerous, and you're like, do you think he'd uh, feel that way now? Right, that is pretty funny. Uh, do you think? I mean, everyone's kind of assuming the you know the Straw Hats are going to head to Albaf because you know Jaguardi Saul's there, and you know there's going to be a lot of stuff. Clearly, like 
formulating an Elbaf. There's a chance that Shanks might be part of the story there because we know where Blackbeard is. Uh, Blackbeard's at full of lead, uh, and that's where Garp is headed. Uh, okay, so we, qu- before you go too far on that yeah, question, yeah. do we know he's at full of lead? Uh, good question, because last Ooh, I don't know the Shax, he was lost- north of Wano, uh, was, which yeah, we, we don't know what island that is, right? Yeah, we don't know. And so and I'm a little yeah. bit confused on the timeline here. It's, yeah, because it's some entirely people, possible. Some people think that he back. captured. Well, some people think he captured Law, um, and so it's going to be. But that's like a double joint rescue mission for Kobe and Law. That doesn't. That doesn't feel right. Well, unless you. I mean, if you buy into the uh, to the Law is Sword theory, I don't. Everybody thinks everybody's Sword, and it's like. Yeah, it's I mean, not- it's it's right. It's a everybody's a scroll kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Sorry, it's just. <laughs> I've no, always found I, the what law theory has ever been right. That's what I keep coming back to. Uh, my my personal ship between Robin and Law. That's correct. <laughs> mm. I, that's, I, I, you my cannot only, convince me otherwise. Well, my my only because um, I think it's a great. I think that's great speculation. But my only uh, my only edit is that it's not Law. It's the gender swapped Law. Um, the gender swapped. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, I cannot believe he managed to work that in. Uh, but uh, that actually makes that that was the point I was going to make is Blackbeard's got a crew that could absolutely get him back to full lead, presumably at any point, depending on how powerful that warp. Right. Warp he's got is. the warp thing, and like even if the warp can't take him all the way there, like the Papa fruit can, it, it, it could probably still like affect because he got to full of lead uh not full of lead he got to the the other island pretty fast didn't he from amazon lily i mean they didn't really tell us how long of a gap of time that was i guess and we don't even know if he went somewhere else in between we don't know if he went straight from amazon lily to that's true to intercept the law um you you know or whoever he was trying to intercept because he didn't really care just whichever one showed up we also don't know where Alkiji is right now, do we? Because um, he rest- uh, he, he doesn't he- appear to be. That was the weird thing too. Is that's the thing? On is the he ship. the one at full of lead with Kobe? Yeah, instead that's of that's what I'm wondering. Uh, that's that what you're leading to. I yeah, didn't th- I didn't consider that. Okay, because I'm still not fully on Kuzan being the tenth Titanic captain. Because that's still not. Well, official. he's not. Yeah, it's not official. Well, yeah, yeah, he's, it's not official. he's one of the other crew members. Right, um, which could mean anything. It, he's yeah. he's he is genuinely my personal cipher right now. Oh, because you think it's he's clear he's up. <laughs> no, I just think I just I want to know because we've never gotten a proper flashback with him. We've never we've had a lot of conversations with him. He's had a lot of conversations with ma- members of our crew, main cast and our crew. He has let them go multiple times. Yes, we know now for a fact that he preserved Saul. Yeah, um, he didn't kill Saul. Uh, Saul you know, is, and I, don't I think, think, confirmed the one, the man with the burn scars. That seems to be the case. Yeah, that yeah. seems all pretty straightforward. All but confirmed. Uh, so it's 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 clear that he, I wouldn't say agenda necessarily, but it's clear that he's operating under not necessarily his version of ju- that lazy justice that the that the ad, you know each admiral has their own justice, but rather there's something else he's doing here uh, that. Uh, you know, maybe he finds out that it worked and Saul is did survive and he just hasn't known that the whole time. Maybe that changes something with him. Is he That's, really disillusioned? There's yeah. so many different ways to take him. And I just want to know more. I want to spend more than a few panels looking at this guy. I'm just thinking of this, but I'm wondering then if that is that makes this a possible precursor to this Marine Civil War, which is Garp 
going to full Aladdin, having a confrontation with Aokiji and, or sorry, I keep calling him Aokiji, which he's not Aokiji anymore. Uh, but you know what I mean? I, like yeah. possibly like having that sort of, uh, like some kind of like laying the groundwork for the Marines basically fighting each other while the pirates kind of like roam free, have a, their own sort of confrontation that leads to a hunt for the one piece. I mean, that's just one possible route. Yeah, it, it, and and that's the thing. Like right now, we're still not really outside of Shanks declaring he's making a move for it, which could, I mean, let's be honest, could mean anything since at, at this point, he clearly knows more than he's letting on to everyone. Well, some people are speculating that he's going to look for somebody who knows where the last road poneglyph is. If that person is Jaguar de Saul, then that puts him in the way of the straw hats. And yeah, I mean, there's yeah, <laughs> there there are a few ways this chessboard could go. Yeah, there's a lot, but we're not quite there to even racing for that. Yeah. At least from from Luffy's perspective, he's still like, okay, that was cool. We we saved Wano. Uh, I'm sure we'll find it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, he's like, he's still adventuring. He just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, who, who, wasn't it Robin who was basically like, oh, I won't tell you the rest of what's in the newspaper, Luffy. I don't want to overwhelm you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, you'll tell me when you think it's relevant. Exactly, I love that he exactly. trusts her so much with that. He's yeah, like, of course. He, he's fully, he's always just fully trusted her. Like, she's like, you owe me literally. I have to live on this ship now because you cursed me with life. And he's like, yeah, okay. Sounds hey, good. Well, let's let's go back to egghead here then that's all i guess that's all we have left here um so straw hats reunite but i think the main thing is we see the vegapunk satellites uh reunite with stella so we get like our nice like kind of you know full-on shot of all the vegapunks minus atlas and they all of them wink wink (laughs) not all of them wait were we missing somebody in that uh we are that full spread who are we we missing Pythagoras was we, there. Uh, we are missing York, which may or may not be relevant. I thought York was there. The, the, or not York. York. Uh, who is the Atlas is the one who got damaged. Yeah, yeah, I, right? I, 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 yeah. I, I said Atlas up. is not in that shot. Yeah. Um, so that might be relevant. <laughs> we don't know. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, because Alice was wounded. We don't know to what extent. I don't think Alice is dead. I think there would have been a bigger to do. Uh, Lilith, I think, was pretty pissed about that whole thing um but yeah yeah, yeah. there's a there's a traitor apparently um some people think that a traitor lowered the defenses let cp0 in i've seen a lot of different theories about this uh, grand line review did a whole thing where he he got it goes with the premise that it was a traitor and not something else i think the first round of theories i saw were oh this must be the mysterious ally that is on the island that vegapunk vegapunk asked for help and then they respond of course i've been waiting for your order and then the only the only sort of real hint we get is that this person prob the government probably knows this person is here um because the way that uh the thinker uh i forget the thinker's name um in the story uh I'd have to look it up, but uh, the one who's always in Edison, that's it. Edison mm-hmm. says like, oh, if you're, if you're talking about who I think you are, then taking our side would mean being driven out of home and chased by the government, which I think I, you might disagree. I, it sort of implies to me that they know that person is there with Vegapunk, but it's like Sentamaru where like taking a side would lead to the same issue. Uh, but what do, do you think? Cause I saw some people who were saying, oh, this is one of the Roger pirates. Uh, I, I saw all kinds of weird theories about who this person is, the leader of sword. Oh man. So, with uh, with the uh, the call to the person, um, I, it, it doesn't seem like they know he's there because this is a government island, right? Yes. So if if the issue was just specifically that they were wanted by the government, 
this is not the place to hide. Like, like that's abundantly clear. Hiding in plain um, sight, though, can be a, a sure. strategy if they're an ally of, you know. Sure. Uh, and, and, you know, it's it's hard not to feel like they're someone we know, because, again, we're we're so far along now that introducing too many characters. Vegapunk is a, is a you know, is a crapshoot. We've been waiting for him for, you know, a decade, so whatever. But, you know, we're not really bringing too many newbies to the table, yeah. you know what I mean? Saul um, is confirmed on Elbaf, right? It couldn't be him. Yeah, he, he's, he, he's at least not, you know, that was the last place Vegapunk saw him. Um, okay, yeah technically we don't know that he's there but it's it seems pretty obvious again that that's like where things are really going to start converging it's not sabo is it oh please don't let it be sabo no no it has to be it has to be someone who isn't actively involved in things right now yeah somebody who's Um, connected to vegapunk that's what limits it for me yeah he's his translation says waiting for your order that's right. the interesting twist. This isn't a, like he says it as a request. He's like, right. I request, you know, or I request, or, you know, his, his little pun. Um, and, and then it replies with, I, you know, I've been waiting for your order. It's right. sounds so it's like they work for Vegapunk. Right. Who would work for Vegapunk? That's a thing. My, my nonsense, no proof, uh, bizarre theory is that this is actually Bartholomew Cuba. <laughs> This is the real deal. What? Like the real <laughs> That would Kuma? be my... The real Kuma. Oh, so your idea is that the Kuma... The, oh, okay. You think that it's the... That the Kuma is like an android that maybe has his like... He's a some Stella sort satellite? Of, some sort of backup. And then, there, of course, there's that theory that you, you mentioned, Grand Line Reviews theory, that, uh, that uh, Stella isn't even the real Vegapunk, uh, which an interesting idea, but I don't think has a lot of water right now. Yeah, not at this uh, current but, moment. But at, at, at this point, the idea that this doesn't end in some sort of situation where we get a happy Bonnie cry, it just seems out, out of character for Oda. I like that. <laughs> I, no, I actually, I really like that because they have been setting it up that the android Kuma would have like a paramithia, right? So like an artificial paramecia fruit. Mm-hmm. And so that's the Papa fruit. Like we even see him like the Papa fruit doesn't work as well. Right. He kind of like crashes into the wall, uh, right. which I just interpreted as it being on the fritz. But what if, you know, that something happened in between the time, like in the time skip where that wasn't the Kuma we knew guarding the ship. It was like a, it was a satellite Kuma. Yeah. And then I the mean, real there's Kuma, literally, huh? Yeah. There's so many, especially since we know that Kuma goes from guarding, uh, from guarding the thousand sunny, and at some point between then, then ends up in uh, the Holy Land as a slave. There's so much time between those two events when you really think about there it. There is. You're right. Uh, so, like, there's nothing re- realistically, since we know Vegapunk is no ally to basically anybody. He he will just go where the money is. So he speak. has friends. Uh, right? He has friends, yeah. but he doesn't have um, N- Nakama at the risk of being cringe here um he doesn't <laughs> yeah, show he's not the gonna raise a banner of... for dragon exactly exactly yeah. or you know the closest he'll get is preserving the knowledge that the the uh clover you know found yeah. so you know it's not necessarily that this is someone who the government is actively seeking or even or you know hiding in plain sight it's entirely possible that he's just been here the whole time and no one's noticed because he looks like all the other ones but see then okay if that's the case and it is Kuma, then why would they need to get rid of CP0 to escape? 
because there is that whole thing where he says like, oh, if CP0, as long as CP0 is out of the picture, escape is a breeze. What would it be about CP0 that makes it hard for them if they have the power of the pawpaw fruit? That's what I don't get. Mm, that, uh, that's where I would flip around and say, just because it's the real Kuma doesn't mean it's the real Kuma body. I see. So it's like just as consciousness, maybe the Stella doesn't have like the same power. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess that could raise a bunch of things. Um, There's a whole bunch of questions. Does that technically mean he's dead? Does the would the fruit still be around? You know, good question. It's not like I, I, I said. It's not based on anything. <laughs> I wouldn't say that he's dead because he has to have some kind of ability. Because when he mentions like, oh, if we have him on our side, like we're good. So he can't. He apparently can't do something. So I don't know if I want to discount, you know, him entirely as like a threat. I just know that there's a Kuma payoff somewhere mm-hmm. that that like if he were just dead, you know, putting aside even just the complications of, of how devil fruits work. There is literally no reason why he wouldn't have just told her that there's no he is dragging. his. This is a man who literally walked into a room and said, oh, hey, no, that's the sun god Nika. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why can he do that? And they're all like it's the gum gum fruit what's a gum gum fruit that's not no the devil fruits are the wishes of like, he just starts dropping nonsense like nonsense to these people Egghead uh, exposition the exposition exactly it just he, he's an exposition machine right now so if if he was dead if kuma was dead he would just say he would just say that yeah, yeah. he would not dance around the issue there is something here whether whether the whether the body on the red at uh, red port is the real kuma or not there is something here that is not that we are not aware of. Uh, and, and he even says he has to give something to her. There is a something he has to provide. Well, that, that would explain like why he can't just change Kuma back and fix him. Right. Because there's a good reason. <laughs> it's like, there's yeah, something this... separated. Yeah, yeah. This seems to be the implication. So again, my nonsense based on just basically like trying to pick it, you know, loose tears here that it's Kuma. Cause that makes if you sit here and think about it long enough, maybe it doesn't. But it, to me, it at least clicks a little bit. That's but, uh, th- that to me feels better than this being like, oh, okay, one of the Rogers pirates or just some random cameo, like some kind of random cameo would not be as satisfying as like we've been building up to Bonnie and Kuma resolution toward that. So that would be, I don't know. I feel like when I'm on Reddit, I'm like looking for that one theory. It's like you're the guy, you're the redditor that I, I'm. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, the, 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 the whole theory about it being like Scopper Gabon or something, I totally get the implicate, like, like the desire I, for yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. I, I didn't find that super convincing. But but, yeah. I think everybody's looking for Roger Pirates, and I kind of feel like we've, outside of finding out exactly what Shanks' whole place in this is going to be, I think we've made our peace with the Roger Pirates. I don't think you're going to get better yeah, we sailed the with them. Flashback. We had fun with them. Yeah. You know, especially in the... I don't know if you watched the anime episodes for that. I did, yeah. They did a very good job at adapting They extended that. it a bit. And it, it yeah. felt, a, you know... I, they had the song and everything. And, like, it oh, really... Yeah, like the song really does it. They really took advantage of the format. Um, Wano, they in did. general, was such a level up for the... Has been such a level <sighs> up for the anime. Um, oh, Lord, yes. So much. So. It's, it's... I hope for its consistency. I put on our site... I don't know if you saw that I snuck this in, by the way, but when we posted our uh, most anticipated oh, anime, I saw, of the year, I saw what I, you did. I, I slipped it in there because <laughs> I know what's coming. Yeah, I'm like, we're getting Gear Fifth this year in anime. 
and it's going to be glorious and everyone needs to be ready for it. But anyway, I I hope it's um, better than when we got the Naruto Fox form or whatever. That was such uh, a letdown from manga to anime, but that's a whole other story. Oh man. That's a whole other story. Yeah. I think people are looking for Roger pirates. I really think that we've reached a point where it would be almost too weird at this point. It would be almost too, it would be out of place. It'd be jarring. We already got silver Rayleigh in this arc. Like, come on, we're good. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> what just do we like, need another Roger pirate for. It would start to imply that they've been guiding things. You know, it, it's, it's too puppet mastery for my taste and it doesn't really fit the, the vibe, you know, hmm. um, if this has all been planned by Roger to a T and his crew's been executing like this long game, then like, what's the point of Luffy just setting a random direction and ending up where he's ended up, you know, Agreed. that's, that's not what we, that's not what we're here for. I don't think it's what he's here for either. So th- that's why I'm leaning towards Kuma. It's the only thing that makes like, Oh yeah. He's a character who's technically here, but isn't here, but could be here. Cause we know where the revolutionaries are. We know. Well, uh, Vegapunk, we gotta we gotta move on because Vegapunk is yeah. has formally requested uh, that not only the Straw Hats take him on their ship, but all of the satellites, which I thought was kind of funny. I was kind of curious, like if they were gonna go there, like if they, were, I was like, you're gonna introduce all these new characters, you gotta do something with them. But I think we are kind of setting up something major happening with the Vegapunks because you know the defenses go down. It's implied that there's like some kind of traitor, like somebody's done this. Uh, different satellites sort of react to this and lots of theories are floating around because what happens is the defenses go down cb0 comes in and the defenses go back up so some people have been speculating that it's lilith because lilith is the evil one and she she sets out at the very beginning of this of like i want to fight them she has the rocket launcher and she's you know she just wants to like get revenge for atlas so okay sure the motivation there makes sense that she would raise it um, maybe use uh, the, there was a theory I think Grandline Review put out there that the cat that like follows um, Edison around I think mm-hmm. uh, could have done it and that's why they didn't de- they didn't detect it and somebody just ordered the cat to do it could have been Lilith could have been Edison maybe Edison has an invention that you know only works if CP zero comes in you can kind of like stretch it so that anybody here could have done it but I think the most popular theory I've seen going around it's who I kind of suspected while I was reading it. But rereading it, I was like, I don't know, actually, because of the way this person is reacting. But Shaka seems like the most suspicious. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but there there are some kind of clues about this. Like, there's the whole thing where Vegapunk says, uh, you know, there's no way to avoid fighting, even in the course of escape. Right. And then, you know, Lilith is about to do something. And then right after that, Shaka is like, oh, don't run off on some mindless offensive. And then later... Uh, Vegapunk says, the Stella, he says, as long as CP0 is out of the picture, escape is a piece of cake. And then Shaka is like, or like Lilith is like, oh, I'll escort you to the port, blah, blah, blah. And then Shaka is like, yeah, yeah, do that. Let's hurry. Right after Shaka like makes that sort of uh, like declaration of like, we need to hurry. That's when the defenses go down. So some people have kind of said like, yeah, okay. So he sort of reacts of like, who did that? What's the meaning of this? Some people say it's like, oh, it's not him saying that. Maybe it's somebody else. You just see him in the frame. I'm curious though, if you think that that's a stretch, because I generally don't know for sure. So I'm double checking a panel here. Uh, just to, I'm going to be the, the Jamie to your Joe Rogan here for a second. <laughs> um, it's actually Edison who says, as long as CP zero is out of the picture. 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Vegapunk's the one who says, "Well, we're getting help, folks," and then uh, yeah. the bubble kind of moves over. To, okay, you're right, you're right. Then you're right. Then. Yeah. So, so but there is the whole thing of like you know he says to Lilith that the whole point of this is that they needed they just need to make sure that Vegapunk gets out of there, and yeah. so the uh, the strategy of luring CP Zero in as a feint does make sense for the greater good. I think that's the main point of the theory. The only thing that, that makes the theory fall apart a little bit is Shaka is sort of being like, oh, Drat, we were too late. You know, like, why would he not just say that he did it? That, that's the only part where I'm like, hmm. The, the thing about Shaka that I think is important to remember is he's supposed to be the measured one. Yeah. He is, he's the aspect of logic. So I don't think he is programmed, I guess, uh, to use the right term here, to be over exaggerated or to be so impulsive like, or to be impulsive so like i don't think his reactions are going to be the same as it, as the other satellites uh though it is worth pointing out that he is the one who discussed with dragon dying yes not the stella body uh so it's worth you know they call him the good but i think he's supposed to be kind of the logical part yeah. of the brain so i don't think he's going to react the same way that said he's also the one most capable of probably making such a feint like letting only the the people in and just knowing that the straw hats have the capability of fighting them now um which uh just need to quickly the call back to kaku jumping on their ship and waking zoro up again perfect <laughs> chef's yeah, kiss yeah right I right up to water seven uh -huh. that kind of callback love it especially since this time he's actually like even if you're usopp i'm gonna cut you <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just like uh yeah no let's go um we don't we don't see that Brooke. for him when we, we, see, when we see we see the ship and the, the almost the entire ship in the frame we only see like zoro kind of like laid out um he's but, he's probably up to no good that that brook yeah know, he's probably pulling alone Sanji. on the ship yeah. on Asanji, you know yeah i'm sure i'm around. sure it was just one of those like there's no point in drawing this right now yeah, yeah. um because this is you know especially once zoro realizes who he's fighting i don't think he would want brooke involved i think this would be a no 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 no. i need to set this baseline for myself please but then that makes so then that makes you wonder right so like what happens next because it looks like the seraphim don't come with cp0 Right. So there's they're out of the picture. And if Z, if the Seraphim were with them, then we would be kind of nervous because like the all of the Seraphim and CP0, I think, is too much for the Straw Hats um, based we on what know Vegapunk the Seraphim are definitely too much right now. Yeah. Um, and Luffy could Luffy was able to handle Lucci, but he can't handle like multiple Seraphim. I think like it would take the entire monster quartet to handle the Seraphim. And even then, I think that it would be like narrow victory if a victory that's that's how they're kind of painting it right yeah and, and you'll notice that the uh, quartet has been broken up very strategically here uh up until this this reuniting they haven't been in the same room um, when the seraphim have been encountered so that's an interesting little now they are because they've re haven't they now reunited they now yeah yeah, yeah so they've reunited now with the exception of zoro and brooke yeah uh, so they, we got a trio. Like, up to this point up to this point where the seraphim are not in the, in the area <laughs> They're not all there. Yeah. So, and, uh, but and Zoro can handle CP zero. I think fine. Um, I think, yeah. but I don't know if he can handle Luchi and Kaku. I, I, well, maybe I don't he think, can, but but I, I don't, don't think Luchi is the one we need our eyes on because Luchi has exactly one goal and one goal only, and that's to uh, fight Straw Hat Luffy. 
I think that's all he cares about at this point. He's not letting that on completely, but he's already made it clear that he is completely ready to ignore orders because he wants Straw Hat Luffy. But he he's can't. The one that he got can't away. stop. That's the thing. He can't stop Luffy. Like no, <laughs> and, no, he's not going to win. I'm just saying this is his. This is his character flaw fully, fully huh. realized now. Is that he's, he's now reached the point tr- where he isn't going to give up. He's uh, got to have another trick he's up a good his rematch. sleeve. There's got to so. be something else. But for but for me. For me, everyone's for everyone. Everyone has forgotten that there are three CP0 agents on that island. There are three people who got up there. And in my opinion, all eyes are on Stussy. All eyes are on Stussy. I love the Stussy theories. I love that people are finally embracing her being part of Mads as a real possibility. That's that is what's setting me off because because Oda a few weeks ago introduced the biggest wild card to the story of them all, in my opinion, and that is that the cover stories can have direct, immediate impact on the chapter yeah. that they are the cover story They can for. show up in the, the chapters now. That's that in real is out time, of the bottle. It's amazing. That is, we have gone through the looking glass now. So, if you have a Mads cover story, and this is the first, you know, this, that's the last cover story we've got because it's New Year's, so we got the big color cover spread that's now my computer wallpaper. Um... You yeah, know, for nice this little, chapter. nice little touch for film red um, on this week. Nice little farewell to it because the yeah, theater run is ending. Theater um, runs ending, and they, so everybody's kind of dressed in red, and we get to see Ulti. And I know some people are like, Ulti's going to come back in the story. She's not dead. Like, okay, you can. Oh yeah, yeah. Uta, Uta, no, we can say goodbye to Uta. She's yeah. adorable. I love her. But, Ulti, uh, I called her. Sorry, done. not Ulti. Yeah. <laughs> I could see what. Yeah, no, it's 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 good. Uh, but you know, we have we have her possibly being mad. She definitely knows more that she's letting on. Yes. Um. Even. Even her questioning of Lucci in the chapter is curious because she doesn't really react to his to his uh, skepticism. She just just has the question mark uh, speech bubble, and mm-hmm. that's interesting. That's interesting to me um, because she's definitely one of the more interesting characters that has in- entered the story in recent years that we still don't know anything about. Yeah, because we we saw her a little bit at Whole Cake Island, and I remember I was like, "This feels like a major character for later." Um, I remember right, having because it's feeling. not Khalifa, it's not Khalifa who's here, even though we could have a rematch for Nami. Right, yeah. it's a new character. Khalifa, I think they, have they noted her whereabouts in the story right now? She is she, she's in red. Um, since we were just talking about that, she she is a CP zero agent. Um, but we don't know where she is right this second. Yeah, because I don't think I don't remember seeing her since Reverie, uh, unless I'm forgetting yeah. some other interstitial thing. But what Just, a chapter! Uh, safe Oof. to say, yeah. Oof. Glad, Oof, yeah. I mean, it's so funny how we, there's no way we could have done recaps like this, like when, for example, you know, Otama is like, you know, doing the Kibi Dongo thing. <laughs> it's like, what are we going to talk about? Be, it, <laughs> I mean, it would it would be this is the third chapter in a row where we've. Uh, debated the ethics of Otama's devil fruit, <laughs> right, the, right. the moral boundaries. Uh, yeah, it's it's it really feels like we've entered a new age. Not since a new saga. Not, I mean, but it, yeah. more than a new saga. More it feels like that. another time skip has happened without the time skip. It, I was about to compare it to Fishman Island. Yeah, because Fishman Island feels a lot the same way, where we show up. We get just barely enough of the establishing, like, this is how this island works. And then we are off to the races. Things are happening. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we don't, you know, the world events 
were kind of delivered after the fact or kind of in the middle, I guess I should say, by by Jim Bay and Fishman Island. But like I'm now little, we're I'm a little sad we didn't get much downtime, you know? Like Jim Bay, like a little chapter yeah. where Jim Bay, you know, tries to bot like has his chopper moment, you know, where he's like, Am I really part of the crew? And like I don't know. I was missing a little bit of that. Maybe the anime will do it, who knows? But yeah. I think with Jim Bay, I think the fact that like he's he's been around. over the course of time had to befriend basically every member of the Straw Hats. Uh, over the course of multiple adventures already yeah um it's like a lot of people were like well we didn't get the scene of him drinking with the crew and it's like i mean they had their like four day long wano party we got that really funny bit where he's the only one who shows up uh in the morning because <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, we he's well, we now the everyone's dad like, he and robin have their little bonding walk you know like stroll yeah. along onigashima and yeah, yeah, I, I hear yeah and we've that. and we've and we've had it over the years we you know he was on whole cake with sanji he openly apologizes to nami at first opportunity in fishman yeah. island um you know i think he's just had you know he doesn't need to like he's a cool fishman usop's on board you know one more person to protect him he's not gonna he's not gonna complain i was gonna say because i've seen some people speculate and by see some people speculate i mean i'm talking about myself (laughs) i've been (laughs) speculating i've been wondering um because we get so much of the devil fruit set up the green blood stuff and if if something does happen where the straw hats are overwhelmed i've been wondering if they are sort of setting up a reason for why the monster quartet with the exception of luffy none of them have devil fruits um and I've, I've been curious, like, ever since they introduced the idea of a Jimbe Seraphim with the swim swim fruit, and we have it confirmed that they can, like, invent, like, a, a fruit, if there's going to be some kind of moment where they're like, oh, you know, Jimbe could, could do a devil fruit, and he refuses, because of course he would. Like, he's a fish man. He can't, he's not going to give up his ability to, to, hmm. to, to be a fish. Uh, like, but I have been wondering if they're going to do that for any of the straw hats. Like if they're going to have some kind of like uh, thing where one of them who doesn't have a devil fruit right now gets one. Um, I don't that's know. An, it's loose. That's an, that's an interesting idea because for one, we know that there is at least one non devil fruit user who would eat at least one devil fruit if given the opportunity. We know that's, that for uh, sure. Sanji. That's but Sanji. He just wants the and it would be for unscrupulous one. reasons. Yes. Uh, so he should never be allowed to have it. Uh, but uh, but we know for a fact that that's that that, that at least one of them has considered it. Usopp um, would never. I don't think he would ever do it because, or I think he would, but I don't think Oda would ever let him because he has to be. To I think everything. he. I think he has to earn it. I think he has to earn his heroic status, and I exactly. think giving him a power, especially since we we know you know he's got hockey now, and we know hockey beats Devil Fruit. So, in the case of Usopp, a Devil Fruit is no longer the same kind of upgrade that it might have been sure. a while ago. Do you um, think he's going to get armament next? <laughs> I don't know. Armament. Actually, I think if Future I, Sight would be for him, right? Yeah. If, if yeah, anybody else he, on the crew yeah. can get that, it's him. It's yeah, because it, because it, it's already observation hockey for him. Yeah, um, and then Zoro you know, Zoro would be the other because his observation is pretty good and and right, too. Right. Um, it, I think it's uh, you know they teased it a little bit in red that he has yeah. uh, you know that he has the potential for it. Um, again, when they eventually do meet the red hair crew, it's going to be so interesting to see what happens with Usopp. I wonder if that's why he's kind of been hanging out in the background for a while is because. Uh, you know, well, for one, Elbaf. Whenever we get to Elbaf, that's Usopp time. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's why I'm kind of wondering, like, what if? So they they do tease the thing where like Logias can't ha- have an artificial, and we don't have a Logia mm-hmm. user on the crew. Do you think that'll ever happen? We don't. 
I, I, there's a part of me that really genuinely feels like we're done getting crew members. It's no, one I don't of those mean getting a crew where, member, but somebody yeah, getting a like, yeah, power. That's, but I guess yeah, that, that was going to say it's like you're not going to get a new you're not going to get a new you're not going to get a new character. Yeah, um, it, this this idea of devil fruits of, of the non devil fruit users getting a devil fruit is super interesting because we know that like you, you know from a narrative standpoint you don't want all of them to have devil fruits because that collapses. Oh, it is even said that right? Well, Oda even used that whole thing with the Blackbeard pirates. Like that's their greatest yeah, weakness. Right it's now. a weakness. They, they, um, they, none of them can swim. Someone, someone on that boat has to be able to get Luffy out of the ocean at all times. <laughs> and, just, and it's Jim Bay is like volunteered by like the yeah, rest of the crew. Yeah, by default. You swim like, the fastest unless Jim Bay gets like a water logia. Well, and confirmed. he and he already he already knows that's his job too because that's how this arc started. Was oh yeah. oh yes. he's in the water. Better go get him. <laughs> Before that, Sanji was the Sanji was the fast one underwater. Uh, because yeah, and, of, you know our long park and all that. Indeed, indeed, and it's. But you know, since you mention it, we do know that there's SBSs where he has m- decided what devil fruits the other Straw Hats would get if given the opportunity. Yeah, that's right. And S- SBS content does yeah, make it into up. the main. It yeah. does. I could totally see a situation where, like, because we know there's an admiral coming, for example. We know that there's a lot of marines on the way. Um, yeah, we, didn't, we entirely... didn't get an update on all of that. Um, right. Lucilino and, like, what he's doing right this second. We just know he's right coming. Right the second, yeah. We just mm-hmm. know he's coming. So there's entirely stakes here where it is possible that someone has to do something that they don't want to do. Or gets the opportunity to get an upgrade. Because upgrades are kind of, you know, it seemed at first that we were in you know on route to some frankie upgrades but i'm starting to feel like well this we're short on time to do that now this does though to your point feel like the inverse ennis lobby to me it it, the ennis lobby water seven this even starts out a lot like water seven and it it really wants you thinking about it he does and i think the difference here is that instead of cb9 being the one in like the fortress area and like the straw hats assault like in every you know, arc it seems sometimes. Uh, this instead is like the straw hats are the ones who are being assaulted uh, because they, you know, it, it's. I really like the construction of it. I like that we're not just doing another raid type story. Um, maybe we'll do the tournament thing, like you're speculating. But I just like that, like it's inverse. But if it's inverted, and now the straw hats are in the CP9 position, what happened in any lobby? Two of the characters got devil fruits. Just saying. That's a fair. I'm not against that idea. I will say that much. You know, whether it stands, if you look at the material, forget that. I think it stands water. It's something he's thought about before. And and I have jokingly referred to this as Water 7 2 multiple times. (laughs) Well, you know, you know who would make the most sense would be Frankie. Because this is his island with Vegapunk, and he becomes. People have been speculating that he becomes the Sunny as like the foreshadowing for the bounty poster. I wonder if there's like, a, if there could be a fruit that connects him to machines even more, because that would actually further his character, be something that Vegapunk could. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm going think, too far. You think? Me. No, no, no. I like this. This is fascinating. Something because I mean, magnetism is a fruit, right? Kids' power. Yeah, you yeah. know, It's not directly interfacted facing with machines, but like. They were talking about the whole I, power source thing, weren't they? In this yeah. Part. And most people think the power source thing is just, you know, something to do with the Nika fruit, which I'm like, just because he's called a sun god doesn't mean that he's like, it's we already have a sun. Yeah, we have the Mara Mara fruit if we want symbolism there. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, I could see that being a thing, especially since we know now for 100% certain that even if the Void Century Kingdom isn't specifically the kingdom being referred to, but let's face it, it is, um, you know, that technology existed. So it's entirely within the realm of possibility that a devil fruit would be able to be tied to that. wish along the lines of like the ancient kingdom, something they would have wished for back then. Vegapunk has been guarding and holding sacred all this time and gifting it to Frankie at some point. I don't know. Right, because he can't can't eat it because he's already got one. Yeah. I mean, that, you know. And there's no other shortcut I think uh, would fit the bill for this. I mean, Nami's the only other one we didn't mention. And I, I don't see her... Nami is too smart to eat a devil yeah, fruit. Yeah, she doesn't want that weakness <laughs> on her plate. She's... She would never in a heartbeat. Mm. But no, so I do like uh no, I was gonna say I do I do like this idea. Um but I was just because I just said it, do you think Vegapunk knows why Blackbeard has two devil fruits? Probably. That because sounds he any, would know, right? If anybody knows about like the whole like de- like giving people devil fruit, it's like we even kind of touched on the Absalom thing, right? And w- wasn't that a whole thing where they were able to take his devil fruit and it's not technically yeah. confirmed that they did it by killing? Because remember, Blackbeard said that they would be able to take Hancock's devil fruit without killing her. So like they have a way to do it. And if anybody knows anything about that transference, it would theoretically be Vegapunk. The only thing is Vegapunk and Blackbeard wouldn't have really had a run in unless um, except for the time when Blackbeard was a warlord. But I feel like he wasn't a warlord that long. So it seems right. kind of fishy. The only things the only things we've seen warlord like him using the warlord material really does seem to be either people who are in Impel Down right now or the original. Mm. Because the the because uh basically ever since we've been aware of the warlord system, it's been in flux. Um so it, unless you know, Blackbeard met Vegapunk when he was part of the Whitebeard Pirates. Very possible. I, I mean, there's pl- I, even just, there's no way Vegapunk doesn't know that there's a pirate of high bounty caliber running around with two devil fruits. There's right. no, like, it was on, I, it was you know what they're gonna portrayed do, to the world. If we're getting realistic, it's, it, the more the more Oda thing is for him to be like, yeah, I wonder how he did that. <laughs> like, if he's going to be traveling with the Straw Hats. Like, I, I have a feeling that he has no idea and that he's going to be like, we should go find out. <laughs> you know, like, he, he seems to have that personality. Um, now, now I'm now I am uh, now I'm imagining him walking around the sunny and collecting blood samples of all of the straw hats when they're not looking. Yeah. Which of you has green <laughs> blood? Not green bull, green blood. Um, yeah. yeah uh, so let me I, I guess kind of because we've been we have dissected this uh, up and down right now. What do you think are the odds that the Straw Hats actually leave with a Dr. Vegapunk? Not even all of them, just one of them. Astronomically high. I think it's a near certainty. There's no way they leave Egghead without, I think, the Stella. I, I right. Think, I, think, I, I think if it's any of them. I think I, my guess is that there's going to be some major sacrifice uh, if one, if not all, of the satellites could lay down their you know, machine parts in order to save the main body. I could see it being like a few of them and a few of them not. I, I could see it because I think Lilith, they have more to do with that character. Uh, I think her escorting, you know, Vegapunk would make sense. It, to me, it makes most sense for Shaka to die um, because as we've already mentioned. And so, but I, I just, I, they've, they've already set it up too that like Lilith would be really upset about this because they have some kind of rapport, some kind of back and forth. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we leave Egghead without Edison, Pythagoras, and Lilith at the very least. Um, and of course, Egghead. 
Yeah, I, I, I would I would say for sure at least the main body seems see about barring some sort of strange twist that we have no way to predict. It it, it still just seems like everything's gonna come up Mugiwara, you know? <laughs> this is you know mm, it will be thing. fun. If this is so we've been saying this mirrors Annie's lobby. Um but other people, uh, people have said it also is kind of mirroring Sabadi Archipelago could have a tragic end. You know, it could have a, some sort of like the Straw Hats getting split up. I hope not because we've already had the Straw Hats split up so much, you know, in the last few years that uh, I, I would be really against that if we had some kind of weird like event I where would, would they're all over the place. I would probably have issues with it. Yeah. I would have issues with it for sure. Um, I, I'm glad that we have them all reunited right now. It's, it's nice to just have them be in Straw away. Hats. Yeah, and they're, they're not in, like, the big Onikishima, like, running around everywhere. The anime has been getting this a little annoying. It's been getting a little annoying with this. We're like, I, we're running to the performance floor. We're running to the, the roof. We're running. I'm like, just stop running. Just do something where you are. Um, but, you know, that's settling down now. But anyway. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. Amazing how much of roof piece was actually not on the roof. Yeah, I mean, all that hype. And I mean, they, they really put the effort into those episodes, but it's not that, you know, drawn out, which I appreciate. Like, please, by all means, like, we don't need 48 Rebecca flashbacks in this. How funny would that be, though, if there had been a Rebecca flashback in Wano? <laughs> just to, like, mess that with people. Just to do it. <laughs> just to get people to, like, call their call their parents and be like, I quit my job. <laughs> like, have, like, a mental <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still dealing with some stuff uh, with Dressrosa. Clearly, um, this was a very this was a very drawn out thing. I I don't think in the future we'll be doing this long of like a you know a discussion. But I think we had to get a lot of stuff out of our system, Travis. We needed to. It's, yeah, I mean we. I think we've covered a lot of egghead that we will not now have to cover again come next. Exactly. Yeah. We kind of had to like do a little bit of a previously on, we had to recap some other stuff. We had to goof around and waste time. So yeah, I mean, people will understand. Um, But yeah, I think, I think in the future we'll be able to do more instant takes and build off of what we've already said. And uh, I feel like we've covered it. I I don't think there was anything else that I wanted to mention, even though there, there are a couple of little things here and there. No, I'm I'm good to go. I'm I'm excited to see what comes next. All right, sounds good. All right, well, this has been Rookie Pirate Radio. Uh, I don't know how we're going to sign off these things uh, moving forward, but uh, also, you know what? I did forget something. I forgot to say what the name of the chapter is. <laughs> the hero deploys. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that's that's kind of an important thing. I even had it in my notes. I was like, all right, and then I'll say what the name of the chapter is. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, we will be talking about chapter 1072 uh, when it comes out. Uh, and uh, Travis, you know when that is? I, I think it's going to be in a week, right? Like end of January. People were saying it would be like around January 20th. Uh, I, forget. Um, I can tell you. Uh, so we are recording this on January 10th and it's 12 days away. So the 22nd. 22nd. That sounds right. Um, yeah, they, we usually get kind of like a funky release schedule uh, around this time of year. Uh, in japan but uh and travis i told you i'm gonna be in japan in february um, oh that's oh that's so much fun yes uh, that's it, very exciting it's gonna be a good time to be there and i unfortunately i i found out late that uh a lot of the one piece like the one piece kind of amusement park thing is closed <laughs> at tokyo tower so i was kind of sad about that oh, um i had to tell my wife because like, she was like what is one piece and i was like i had to like sit her down and, and just be like there's something i've been hiding from you all this time we've been oh. together <laughs> oh oh no <laughs> i explained well, one the- piece to her and she was just like 
why is it so long? <laughs> just, that, it, I, I, I look forward to your updates on explaining to her why it's so long. <laughs> yeah, please keep asking me about this because I need an event. My spouse uh, has been reading One Piece a very long time as well. So uh, it, I, I don't have to do that. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, we we have other common interests, me and her. Uh, so I, she, you know what? She's like the sweetest person in the universe because she literally told me that she would be willing to like watch the anime and stuff because because I told her I was like I don't want to do a bunch of One Piece stuff in Japan. You know, you would you won't you know have as much fun. So when you know I won't have fun if you're not having fun. She's like I'll watch it. Like I was like oh my gosh, you're too nice. Here's how many episodes of the anime there are. <laughs> And yeah, she was like, what? Um, <laughs> this is my controversial take, but I've I've had to provide this uh, to someone that I imagine we will have on this podcast at some point. Um, our poor uh, editor-in-chief has been uh, yes. cajoled by her husband into watching some One Piece, and I recommended the episode of East Blue rather than watching a bunch of the anime episodes, uh, which is a controversial I take. I never recommend that. I, At least I would too normally, much out. I would well. It also spoils things, but I would. Uh, I would. Uh, the only reason that I'm doing this is he gets one shot, and if you get one shot to try to explain, like in the immediate, in the early bits of One Piece, you want to get them to Arlong Park as fast as possible. You know, you really want that payoff of that first saga kind of wrapping up. So I I'm get like, that, but I think if I... she's only going to watch one, make her watch the one movie. And then go back and do it once she finally gets what makes this so good. Uh, hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode and knows that was my plan. But <laughs> I know, yeah. I mean, she might. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to send this everybody, but uh, well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the plot has been revealed. There you uh, go. Um, I, I'm the reason he started reading it anyway, so everything's my I'm fault. I'm so proud of you. Uh, yeah, we have other people in the in-between drafts world who've been you know like adonis gonzalez has been uh catching up on the most recent stuff uh he i think he was like kind of like me like into it at a young age but he didn't you know he kind of just started like getting into it from alabasta on um but there's all kinds of people i would love to have joined the manga ranks you know and and, and talk to us about some of this stuff because we can't we don't know all the theories i mean there, there are too many to count i can't keep up with all too the many videos so we'll try though uh, but yeah, uh, we'll be back then for chapter 1072. I don't know if we'll do something in between, maybe something devoted just to theories and speculation or something like that. Uh, we'll keep discussing it since we're still figuring out this format and how often we want to do this and all that stuff. So uh, for the time being, Travis, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, it's, it's fun talking to you about One Piece. Simple as that. Uh, and thank you for yours. Uh, it's always a joy. <laughs>